1: Pauline McDonough from the Regional Waste Management Planning Offices is uh, with me in the studio now to talk, well, brown bins really, Pauline. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? I suppose people will be familiar with them, but they are going to take a much more prominent role in 2024, aren't
0: they? Yes. Yes. They are, Joe, um, Just simply because not everybody has access to a brown bin at the moment and some of us that have our brown bin aren't using it correctly or to its full potential. So, in order to really deal with our recycling and our waste properly, we all need to engage with our food and organic waste and that's the plan for 2024.
1: Did something change when it comes to brown bins for
0: this year? Yeah, so this is part of EU legislation on the separate collection of waste and actually in Limerick and in the Midwest, we've been separating food waste since for businesses 2009 and for households 2013, but more rural households never had access to this service. It was rolled out initially in urban areas where the larger centres of population are. And now this is an opportunity no matter where you live, no matter how remote you are, to access this service and to start engaging with it.
1: So that's interesting. So people listening in urban areas would be used to this?
0: Yes, yeah, they should be. Now, obviously, there are areas like apartment blocks that don't have it. And that's another area that we're trying to tackle. Just because you live in a multi, you know, um, number of uh, apartments or a complex, you should still have that service. That's a commercial waste service. And that should be segregating three types of waste, uh, recycling, general waste and food waste. So it's really important if you live in an apartment, talk to your landlord or talk to your facilities manager about that service. As as well.
1: So in a bit more detail, what should go into the brown
0: bin? Yeah, so the brown bin is very different from what we do when we're home composting. If you think about the compost heap that you might have in your garden, it's full of leaves and it's full of grass. But what we want people to do with their brown bin is to put their cooked and their raw food waste in there. And this is really important. It could be anything like bones, bits of fish, your coffee grounds, your plate scrapings, and even other things like kitchen roll and that you've used, you know, to wipe down the countertop or to clean up, a frying pan maybe, eggshells, all of those things can go in, including things like even dead plants that you have in the house, flowers that have died, all that type of thing. And then in the summertime, when you start cutting your grass, you can also start putting in your garden waste uh, in spring and summer. Are there particular
1: types of bags that you could put Put in or egg yeah. cartons for
0: example? Absolutely so um, obviously if you buy takeaway food say for example or you might buy other products in the supermarket that come in compostable packaging so you do need to check the packaging and make sure that it's fully compostable and then say you had some leftover takeaway that was in that box it can all go in together you don't even need to separate it. A lot of coffee cups, single use coffee cups are also compostable. Make sure you check the lid, take the lid off if it's not right but pop the coffee cup in. Right, because a lot
1: of people use what are are compostable bags in Mm. the bin itself, don't they?
0: Yeah, and that's really important because we've been doing a lot of research on the behaviours of why people won't engage with separating their food waste and there is the kind of yuck factor where people are going, oh, you know, leftover food can, can be really disgusting and particularly when the bin gets dirty or gets smelly. So to avoid that, Joe, what all householders should think about doing is making sure that they use a compostable liner. Now you can buy these everywhere they're in every supermarket, they're in hardware stores, garden centres or indeed even if you don't want to invest in that, use a brown paper bag that you may have got your shopping in and then when you put the food waste into the compostable liner you can then just tie the top of it and take that out to your bin because remember that when you go outside you're not going to separate any waste any further, you just want to throw it into the big wheelie bin at the back, into the brown wheelie bin. So it's really important that you use the liner in the kitchen caddy that you have.
1: Are there other advantages for uh, the user of bins um, apart, obviously, from Mm. the environmental factor?
0: Well, there could be cost savings depending on the price package that you're with. So what we're suggesting to householders to do is to contact your waste collector and to really do a deep dive into what waste service you have at the moment because all the collectors offer different price ratings depending on the amount of waste that you produce and obviously we incentivize people by having a cheaper price for recycling and for separating out your food waste so there could well be a cost saving as well so the best thing to do is check that out with your waste collector
1: mm. uh, Any um, legal requirements here for the end user?
0: Yes, well we have have bylaws in Limerick which request people to separate out all fractions of waste in accordance with the national legislation. So now that there is food waste separation or brown bins available right across the county, you are legally obliged to use them. Now we don't want to ever kind of be in a position where we're, you know, going down the the legislative route or the enforcement route. We really want to encourage people to do this because the really good thing about food waste separation is that it's the only type of recycling that we do entirely here on the island of Ireland like our plastics and our paper and our cardboard generally gets exported whereas with our food waste we're converting it into compost or making green energy from it right here on the island of Ireland so it's all about growing green jobs and growing Ireland's bioeconomy.
1: Right, we're chatting to Pauline McDonough from the Regional Waste Management Planning Offices and indeed only last week we were talking about the deposit and return scheme for drink cans and plastic bottles used for drinking. I think that's coming in on the 1st of February. I mean, different scheme, but again, it just shows another aspect of evolution in this area.
0: Yeah, like waste management is really changing now, Joe. So before it was about just trying to capture the material and trying to get rid of it. Now what we're looking at is what are all these embedded resources and how can we keep them going for longer? And the deposit return scheme is a really good example of that. It's about trying to capture All the aluminium, a billion cans a year here in Ireland and the plastics that we all use and make sure that we can recycle them into new. Uh, plastic bottles or cartons that we can reuse again and it's the same for the food waste. You know obviously we don't want to create masses of food waste but everybody has small amounts that they need to get rid of.
1: And just to be clear then when it goes into the brown bin and as you say it's being expanded beyond urban areas now Mm. where does it eventually end up?
0: Yeah so actually in the county here we have some um, anaerobic digesters that are some of our local collectors will take material to And if this food waste goes to an anaerobic digester, it gets converted into a gas, which is then converted into green electricity. Otherwise, it may go to a composting plant, and there are some of those in the south of Ireland and also over the border in the north. But all of it is actually dealt with. All of our food waste, we have the capacity on the island of Ireland to actually deal with all of it. None of it will be exported.
1: Mm. And and finally, Are we making good progress in this area? Because often we can be quite negative Mm. about it.
0: We are, but we're also running to standstill. And this is really an, an important part for everybody who's listening today to think about. We consume a huge amount of resources, particularly around packaging, and it's unavoidable. I mean, I see it myself and, you know, you just can't get away from it. So I think... The the more of it that we have, obviously, the more facilities we need to manage it. So everybody can play their part in doing that. Now, we're doing well, but our recycling rate is stagnant. It's about 41% and we have to get it up to 60% eventually to be in line with the EU recommendations or regulations. So it's really important that everybody participates, particularly as well when we're at work. We often forget when we're at work to separate materials, but we do it at home. A um,
1: listener just asking, can you wrap food waste in newspaper before putting it in the brown bin?
0: Yes, you can. And that's a really good way to manage the food waste as well. Particularly if you say if you're peeling potatoes on the kitchen worktop, have a sheet of newspaper down, wrap it in and then just throw it straight into your uh, brown bin.
1: Now, the listener says, we go to the trouble of separating our waste from recycling to ordinary bin only to have seen both going into the same portion of the collection lorry
0: well that shouldn't be the case and if if that has happened if that collector would want to contact or could contact Limerick City and County Council with more details that can be certainly investigated right
1: the listener okay, okay. yeah very good well listen thank you uh, we look forward to talking more about this uh, during uh, the course of 2024 and uh, don't forget our special series hours to protect we'll be telling you about this week's episode of that on tomorrow's limerick today show and uh, that will be broadcast at around 25 past 11 on Thursday but polling McDonough from the Regional Waste Management Planning Offices. Thank you very much uh, for telling us all about brown
0: bins. Thank you, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.